It is Pink Shirt Day, and of course that happens on the last Wednesday in February of each year. And you know, it's become, you know, iconic now. We've had it for years. You may remember it started with those two Nova Scotia students who decided they needed to do something because they were witnessing a younger student at their school just being bullied all because that younger student wore a pink shirt to school. So that is why Every year at this time, on this day, we wear pink uh, to celebrate the fact that we are all trying to make an effort to combat bullying wherever we see it. And when we raise funds for Pink Shirt Day in the CKNW Kids Fund, well, that money goes towards programs to help out in that regard. So we wanted to let you know some of the work that is being done on this Pink Shirt Day. Well, joining us now is Brock Shepard. Brock is the Program and Operations Manager at Autism BC. Good morning, Brock. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks so much for being here. We, we always think it's so important to let people know the kind of work that is being done on Pink Shirt Day. So, so what is happening in your organization? Yeah, so at Autism BC, the CKNW uh, Kids Fund uh, provides funding that we put directly to the social clubs for autistic children uh, and youth and children who are neurodivergent. And what does that do for them then? What kind of programs are we talking about? Uh, So we have a variety of different uh, social groups. And when you think about social programming for uh, children that have a different neurotype, there's not a one-size-fits-all type of accommodation. Uh, So we have a different variety of social groups. We have online social groups or in-person social groups uh, because Children who are autistic might experience more bullying or social isolation compared to their peers. Uh, And if you think about in British Columbia, one in 32 children uh, receive an autism diagnosis. So if you think about a typical classroom, that's uh, approximately one person in every classroom could have uh, a different brain wiring. Um, So we want to provide opportunities for children to build uh, self-esteem, help feel not as isolated and alone, feel more confident and connected to other members of the community, um, and find a a space where they can make friends and make friends maybe that they aren't finding in their typical school setting or classrooms. And does that help them do that so that you can see, have you seen the difference that that makes for some of these kids? Yeah, so... Uh, depending on the different groups, so we run uh, a computer Minecraft club, and that's really focused on uh, skill building and communication uh, for the youth specifically. So they're joining a Zoom room, they meet the group, and then once a month they have um, like a challenge that they need to uh, work together collaboratively uh, towards a collective goal. And then that server is also open and moderated every single day of the month. So even if they're not joining the social group, they found this safe online space and they found a place where they can connect with other people. Um, A different variety of our social group is our Richmond in-person Pokemon Juniors Club. uh, And that fosters the whole family to be able to come. Um, Parents can connect with other parents Children and youth can connect with other children and youth, and that's more of a parallel or peer play. Um, There's also a Pokemon trading table, so you can bring your Pokemon cards. You can trade with other members of the club. 
uh, or you can trade with anything that's on the table and say, oh, these two cards are about what that card is. Um, because autistic children, sometimes it takes a while to build uh, confidence in uh, connecting with other people. So sometimes you're coming to uh, a meeting three or four times and you're sitting beside each other and then you're sitting and you're, you're connecting and you're talking. So depending on the different child, the, the way that they're going to make friends or feel comfortable is going to be different. Brock, you must have seen some amazing transformations. Yeah, for sure. It's um, especially with being able to connect people from all over British Columbia. Um, there are people that have met in Prince Rupert and they connect every single day uh, with a friend that they made on Discord mm-hmm. out of Kelowna. So they didn't have the same type of peer connection um, in their classroom and the ability to to have the children and youth be able to connect. And I'm thinking of two, two people in particular. Um, they can connect, share, talk about, oh, we're going into high school now. What are you doing? How are you getting ready for the transition? Are you nervous about going into a different school? Um, and like it's a, that's a real friendship that, that has grown and they wouldn't have been able to connect uh, without that type of club. Oh, that is so amazing. Brock, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Brock Shepard is the Program and Operations Manager at Autism BC, talking about, you know, some of the work. We we talk about Pink Shirt Day, we raise money, we try to, you know, help out so that they can fund some of these programs. And that is the, the work that gets done, and it must be phenomenal to be able to see that up close and in person. Now, everybody does their part, including our next guest, actually. Andrea Cadigan is with us now, Vice President for People at Fortis BC, to talk about how they are actually participating in Pink Shirt Day. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much for being here. Now, I know lots of workplaces get involved, too. So what do you do at Fortis? Well, at Fortis, we're supporting Pink Shirt Day. Um, we know that bullying and harassment is not only a problem in schools and home and online, but unfortunately, it's a problem in many workplaces. So at Fortis, BC, um, we have an unwavering support and focus on safety, but our safety uh, goes beyond just the physical safety. It's also the mental health. And supporting Pink Shirt Day um, just reminds all of us that we have a responsibility and a shared responsibility to eliminate bullying and harassment in any form, um, not only for ourselves, but also for our coworkers. So today, and not only any day, um, every day, uh, we support Pink Shirt Day and standing up for bullying and harassment. Is it hard sometimes, to, we're talking about adults here, and you'd like to think everybody knows better, but that's the thing that always gets me about bullying is it happens everywhere, doesn't it, Andrea? It really does. It really does. And, you know, we spend a lot of time talking to our employees about awareness, what bullying and harassment is, um, how to speak up, how to stand up. Um, Even as adults, uh, it takes courage to be able to have a voice and to bring those concerns forward. So it's something that we try to encourage in our workplace, um, try to encourage that uh, trust and environment where people aren't fearful of bringing forward, but equally as important um, to also take action when those concerns are brought forward. That's good to hear. So, Andrea, are you wearing your pink shirt today? I am wearing pink. I've got a splash of pink in my scarf today. Um, and I, as I walked into the office this morning, I saw a number of our employees uh, wearing their pink in support of Pink Shirt Day. That is so nice to hear. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for joining us this morning. 
Thank you so much for having me. And best of luck with those programs. It's Andrea Cadigan, who's the Vice President for People at Fortis, BC. They are also involved in Pink Shirt Day because she made an excellent point there. Bullying in the workplace is also a huge issue. I'll tell you, that is one thing I have really learned in all the years that we have been talking about bullying here. Uh, and that is that in the workplace, it is some it is absolutely scarring and some of the worst behavior that you can imagine. So for adults, it's an issue for you too. Now, if you want to share your story, please do. Simi at cknw.com. And I hope maybe you or your kids stopped by at London Drugs and picked up one of those great Pink Shirt Day t-shirts that they have there. They're such great supporters of this. 100% of the net proceeds go directly to support vulnerable youth in our province. So check that out today if you haven't had a chance. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.